You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello, welcome to the Trend Zone. Casey here with David each week at the Football Radio Show. We give you our expert inside analysis and opinions on the top trending stories in the NFL. Dave, are you ready? Dude, I am so ready for this Week 14 preview. All right, our next stop, the Trend Zone, today's episode. Talk fantasy go-back starts of the week or survival picks, some huge injuries, some big headlines, a couple of fire-ins and whatnot, lots of news in the NFL, and, of course, some of the super dope, 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 dope games. Week 14 of the day, (laughs) can't get anything started, brother, before some tasty Tasty nugs. Yeah, a couple of nugs for the people's KC. It's our Los Angeles Rams get to 11-1 over the weekend there. They clinch the NFC West. And unbelievably, dude, the first time that the Rams have won consecutive division titles since 78-79. The Warren Beatty days? <laughs> exactly. Dude, Evan can wait. Evan can wait, bro. How did the greatest show on turf not win two straight division titles? That's a play, uh, amazing. And let's talk about amazing. Tom Brady uh, ties Peyton Manning for uh, the most touchdown passes in NFL history, including postseason. That's 579. And I'm pretty sure he's got a pretty good chance of, of passing him for that one, Casey. Okay, and, I'm going to say he will pass him. <laughs> okay. You're, you're a gambler, that. Casey. <laughs> I like your style. Um, tell you what, Casey. Casey, how about these Houston Texans, though? First team ever to start 0-3 and then win nine in a row. They are so hot right now. They're the hottest team in the league, dude. Yeah, after my Cowboys did the Saints last week, that Texans are indeed the hottest team yep. in the NFL. All right, Dave, let's move on um, to the top trending stories in the NFL. Um, it looks like uh, more bad news coming out of the woodworks for Kareem Hunt there. Yeah. I mean, this video came out and the hammer fell on Kareem Hunt's career in the NFL. It's on uh, extreme jeopardy right now. But now they're in, the NFL is investigating three separate incidents. And uh, it's looking allegedly like more uh, of a trend than some out-of-character incident, uh, the video uh, and what we saw in that video, which was cr- certainly disturbing. But a couple of other altercations as well now coming up. Uh, it looks like Kareem Hunt's uh, suspensions, uh, the baseline of six games is just the start of this thing. It could go a lot more than that. And then Dave... Um Permanent suspension, kind of, <laughs> for Mike McCarthy. The Green Grimace is gone in Green Bay, dude. Fired. Yeah. This is a shocker, but not really, I guess, because we've we've heard about the discontent there uh, between McCarthy and, and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they have been there. He's one of the longest tenure coaches. I think it's been 13 years now that he's been the coach there. Um, and obviously, it's, it's tough to fire a... A Super Bowl winning coach, uh, but at some point the message gets old, and, and it's time to move on. There's still plenty of left in uh, the gas tank for Aaron Rodgers, don't you think? Oh yeah, dude, he's the one with the fat contract. You know, he's That's not right. going anywhere. He said, "Oh, had nothing to do with me. I was just as shocked as you are, Dave. I ain't buying that for a second, bro. <laughs> yeah, not a second. He's pulling the strings there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then Dave." Uh, Bills, kind of shocking news cut. Kevin Benjamin and Holmes there, the receiving core. Uh, the shock here is not that they got cut. Heard, uh, Benjamin didn't want to even run routes for his guy, uh, the new quarterback there in Buffalo. 
But how far this guy has fallen a few years ago, it looked like one of the uh, best up-and-coming receivers in the NFL. Now he's out of a job. Yeah, from the time that he got hurt and Cam Newton won uh, MVP of the league without him, and then he came back, uh, you know, in this offseason ripping Cam Newton, I just thought, uh, you know, just poor taste. But now, uh, man, who's he going to rip now, you know? Right, I know Josh Allen's like, let's work, let's get better. I don't, yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah, Stick to the mm-hmm. curb, dude. Yeah. NFL not for long. Nope, not for long at all. Speaking of not for long, Casey, there's a handful of players now with some injuries, uh, including Cincinnati's AJ Green. Uh, obviously, a not a great season for for the Bengals uh, going on here, losing Dalton earlier in the year, and now AJ Green. Uh, seemed like a tendon in his toe or something like that. He's done for the year. He's had some ongoing foot things. When you have a foot thing going on, you compensate. Next thing you know, it's gone. Uh, AJ Green out for the year, man. Yeah, and then you move it over to the Steelers after uh, your Chargers did them on Sunday night. Found out they're going to be without James Conner and Ryan Switzer for at least a week. Um, that's bad news. The good news is they're playing the Raiders, so they should be okay with only bringing half of their squad to that game. <laughs> that's right. Don't tell Chucky that. There's a lot of people, a lot of players that want to play for the Raiders. Oh, yeah, his phone's blowing up. That flip phone <laughs> is blowing up. <laughs> All right, Casey. Uh, in Washington, um, another season ender. Yeah, this is a bummer. And now to uh, another quarterback for the Redskins breaks his leg. This seems to be a trend there. Um, obviously, Alex Smith now. Colt McCoy gone. Looks like they'll be signing Josh uh, Johnson right off of the uh, the San Diego fleet of the AAF. And once again, Kaepernick uh, overlooked here. Josh Johnson, the 32-year-old that's been on six different uh, NFL squads, uh, he has, and he was also a pretty big UFL star for the uh, truncated four-game season uh, of the UFL, the, the, the last season there. But uh, Josh Johnson, who knows what, what he'll bring. Good for him. Yeah, it's crazy. Kaepernick can't get a job on the skins, but Reuben Foster can. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting uh, choices there for the Redskins. Casey, uh, in Carolina, I spoke of A.J. Green's foot issues. Greg Olson's foot issues are really chronic, dude. And this may be the end of the road for Greg Olson. He keen- continues to have foot issues, and this one's going to end his season. Yeah, a little Sergeant Hulk there, and that's a bummer. He was supposedly in the uh, the running for the uh, announcing gig that went to Jason Witten. But if Olsen saw this foot injury coming, he might have thought twice about that. And then you move it over to the Broncos, Chris Harris Jr. They say he might be able to come back before the year's over. I'm not sure about that. Hmm. Um, and our Los Angeles Rams, Malcolm Brown, the backup running back to Todd Gurley there. He's out with the collarbone. And former Charger, yeah. Seattle tackle DJ Fluker, he's done as well. Yeah, and they've been really liking what he's been doing, Fluker, that is, um, for the Seahawks, because they're really running the ball well, and he's just a big sledgehammer runner. Not really great in pass protection, but physical dude. So, All right, um, Dave. Tough loss. Three strikes. Let's talk. Moving on from injuries. Three strikes. Yeah. I'm dead. What you got? <laughs> yeah, I had Seattle, speaking of, over San Francisco last week with, like, most of the nation, uh, nearly uh, 58% of, of the people picked Seattle over San Francisco, and that was the most popular correct pick. Uh, the most popular incorrect pick, uh, obviously, was one that triggered the firing of Mike McCarthy. That was Green Bay over Arizona. Near uh, Over 15% of the people had that pick and went down with that. And if you haven't picked the Steelers yet, go ahead and take them to beat the Raiders. That's what over 30% of the country is doing. 
All right, Dave, the best segment of the show, Fantasy Go Back Starts of the Week. How'd you do, bro? Dude, I was clean as a whistle. I had an awesome performance. I don't have that great of a team. with. I have very little depth, so I just put the right guys in, and they do their thing. I made it into the fantasy playoffs, baby. Yeah, my uh, team left something brown and warm in the bed this week. <laughs> Sorry about uh, that. <laughs> yeah, my guy Melvin going down didn't really help. There's nothing I could yeah. have done. I did lay some points off uh, the board, but I was going to lose this week no matter what. So. Ouch. All right, Dave, let's get to the stuff that really matters. We're talking the week 14 games. We're going to go ahead and get this started in the AFC. It's the Baltimore Ravens at the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chiefs are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Yeah, and the Ravens coming off their third straight win, their third uh, third straight start with Lamar Jackson, the rookie at quarterback, uh, and a run-heavy scheme. Uh, they come off a big win at Atlanta last week, but um, they're sitting there uh, right there in the playoff hunt, uh, and Gus Edwards running the ball with them out of nowhere kind of for me. Uh, Michael Crabtree playing well uh, last week. Uh, this Ravens team... Uh, they better get this win. This is this is uh, obviously a very very difficult challenge, but they also have the Steelers and the Chargers on the schedule in front of them. Oh. They got to find a way to steal a win somewhere. Chiefs are able to get this win this week, Dave. That's going to put them, <clears throat> excuse me, into the playoffs. What a great season wow. for these guys! The uh, the number one scoring offense in the league at thirty seven points a game. A big part of that is Pat Mahomes. This guy's just been amazing. He's passed every test so far. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is the new Gronk, the best tight end yep. in the NFL now. Uh, we mentioned Kareem Hunt, so Spencer Ware, uh, an old familiar face. He's back in the mix. He only had 47 yards last week, but he did have a touchdown. Um, he's familiar with offense, so that's a nice yeah. pick right there. Um, if there is an Achilles heel to this team, it is the defense. They're giving up just over 27 points a game. Um, but when your team scores 37, Dave, I'm no math wizard. That means you're still going to win by 10. <laughs> but they're going to have to uh, tighten up that defense to make a playoff push or go far in the postseason. But this is uh, a potential uh, playoff preview. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, and that Baltimore defense is nothing to sniff at, dude. So maybe they got something for the Chiefs. I'm sniffing. <laughs> All right, up next, Casey, uh, is the Indianapolis Colts. Um, heading to Houston to play the Texans. Texans at home favored by four and a half. Yeah, until last week, these Colts were one of the hottest teams in the NFL. They'd won like five in a row, and last week just could not get anything going against uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lost that game 6 nothing. If you like football, you might not have liked that game. <laughs> um, no touchdowns scored at all, but I expect the Colts to bounce back. In that game, a big um, reason, obviously, Andrew Luck is back. He's strong. That arm is solid. He's playing pretty good football there. And uh, his leading receiver is not T.Y. Hilton. It's actually Eric Ebron, dude. Get this cat wow. out of Detroit, and he is just balling out there. He's got 11 touchdowns on the year, bro. He's really getting it done. That's one behind Antonio Brown, and you might have heard of that guy. Playing Dang. a little back and forth with the run game. Marlon Mack's not really been that healthy all season long. Naheem Hines has been there. It's a nice one-two punch. But this is a solid squad, dude. And what they're doing that they hadn't done in years past is protect Andrew Luck. You keep that guy upright, you're going to be in a lot of games. And this is kind of the Colts' last stand to try to sniff this division. I don't know if they can catch the Texans with a win. But if they get that win, they're at least going to be feeling pretty good about themselves. 
Yeah, and this Houston team we mentioned uh, earlier is the hottest team in the league, Casey, after going 0-3 to start the season, ripping off nine wins in a row and looking really good doing it. They're shaping up on all sides of the football, really. Um, Deshaun Watson, obviously, coming off the injury, uh, really, uh, I think, eased into it a little bit, you know, whether they intended that or not. But he's really continuing to play better and better each week uh, with this Texan squad. They're getting a really good running game going with Lamar Miller. They look to get the uh, uh, DeAndre uh, Deontay Foreman uh, back again uh, pretty soon, but Lamar Miller's really been getting it going uh, over 100 yards last week, and he's ripped off a handful of 100-yard games in the last month or so. Um, Bill O'Brien's got his squad really playing well, and like I said, that defense, they're loaded with name talent, uh, and if they all come together, uh, then this this team is not only the hottest team, they are a serious playoff threat uh, moving forward. This is going to be a fun game because both these teams really aiming towards the playoffs. All right, up next, Dave, we've got the New England Patriots at the Miami Dolphins, and the Patriots are eight-point favorites in this one. Yeah, how about this Patriots squad? Uh, pretty much uh, book them for the uh, AFC title game or <laughs> something like that every single year. But they're aiming, they're the two seed right now at nine and three, and they are aiming towards obviously, um, you know, taking a week off and then potentially uh, hosting a playoff game. Although at this point, they'd be heading towards Kansas City. Um, but obviously, Tom Brady, we mentioned earlier, uh, just continues to play at an exceptional level. Um, Sony, Sony Michelle, they got kind of back into it a little bit, although they used a lot of running backs uh, last week. I, I think they're easing Michelle back into that. Um, obviously, from week to week, they kind of dial it up. Um, and uh, Gronk, he's been, uh, you know, he's not quite been the Gronk that we've been accustomed to, but maybe... He's no Kelsey. No, <laughs> no, it's not Casey. Uh, but maybe as they head towards uh, the playoffs here, uh, they can sprinkle him in him in a little bit. Josh Gordon has been uh, playing better and better for them as the season has progressed, and he's gotten sort of uh, acclimated there. Uh, and Julian Edel- Edelman continues to be a solid and, and, and productive guy uh, for this Patriots squad. So look out, uh, Patriots! Uh, again, once again. Uh, like clockwork, they're heading towards the playoffs and in a really nice position. Yeah, the Dolphins usually play the Patriots um, pretty tough at home. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. And I don't know how the Dolphins are doing it, dude. They're, you're only scoring 20 points a game, and they're giving up 25. Ryan Tannehill's <laughs> back in the mix there. Yeah, I know you're no math whiz, Casey, but that yeah, doesn't. But that's... Somehow that's equal to, you know, not even a winning record, a uh, 500 record. <laughs> I just want to punch, dude, to Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore. Um, you haven't heard a lot of Frank Gore, but he's climbing up the uh, all-time ranks. Um, he's about to catch a guy, LaDainian Thomas, in there. What? Um and when this receiving core of Parker, Stills, and Amendola is healthy, it, it's pretty solid. It's just right. getting those cats all healthy at once. And the you know the 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 Dolphins don't really pump my nads, Dave, for a lack of a better term. Ooh. But here they are. They're one of four teams sitting at six and six. They're actually just right outside of the playoffs. They could use the Baltimore loss, and if they can figure out a way to get this game, then they'll be in the playoffs. But I I just don't see them beating the Patriots this week. So yeah. See what happens. Tough, uh, tough schedule down the stretch for them. 
All right, Dave, up next, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at my Dallas Cowboys, and the boys are four-point favorites at home. Wow. Who would have saw this coming from the beginning of the year? You know, you protect ahead. Man, uh, I'll tell you what, though. Um, Cowboys have been playing exceptionally well, but I'm, I'm going to hold that for you. The Philadelphia Eagles come off uh, a big win last week against the Washington Redskins. Uh, and the Super Bowl hangover that they've been uh, suffering with this year has got them sitting there right around 500. And uh, I, I'm just thinking that there's a chance that they start putting it together a little bit. Golden Tate uh, acquired. Uh, they were criticized about that uh, that rent rent the receiver. And they do have a, a pretty good receiving group. Um, but rent a receiver there. And he sort of came on uh, a little bit the other night and Look like he's uh, finding himself a, a role there for this squad. Uh, they got a lot of weapons. Obviously, the running game has suffered due to injury, but Josh Adams, the uh, undrafted rookie out of, out of um, Notre Dame, continues to be productive for them. And uh, he's actually a strong, physical, upright kind of runner uh, that has a, a sort of a big playability in him. And and uh, lo and behold, Darren Sproles, my guy, uh, Sprolesy, still out there putting together uh, pretty good performances. So um, obviously um, with the tight end Zach Ertz there and uh, a, a lot of weapons for Carson Wentz, all, uh, he like uh, Carson, uh, excuse me, um, uh, coming off that injury and just sort of mm, taking his time getting back to health. Who knows if we could see Carson Wentz really dial it in uh, moving forward. But this is obviously a huge game against your Cowboys. Oh, yeah, the Eagles get this, and they're right back in it. But this is a game where the Cowboys can really exert themselves as the, the, the best team in that NFC East, give them a nice little lead and a season sweep of the Eagles if they can do wow. that. Offense looks like it's finally coming together, and Dave, they're doing this without Tyron Smith, yep. you know, without Connor Williams, and without Travis, Travis Frederick. So yep. really three of the five on the offensive line are gone, but it's actually the line is finally getting better. So Dak took seven sacks last week. Some cool. of those were that that rush for the Saints, but a couple of those he's just holding on to the ball a little bit too long. He's got to get that clock running in his head. But what can you say? 24 of 28, setting a, a new uh, completions record for the Cowboys, uh, doing 18 in a row. There's been a couple guys that you might remember, a cat named Roger Staubach, <laughs> uh, Troy Aikman. He's pretty good. Yeah, Tony Romo, a couple of these names you might notice. So hopefully that offense is a work in progress, continues to get better. They've really taken a step up since Amari Cooper's been there. He's had eight catches in back-to-back games. And last week, Michael Gallup had his best game, five catches, 76 yards. It could have been six catches and 125 yards if Dak would have put that one on the money because he was gone. He put Eli Apple, uh, juked him out of his jackstrap there, but this <laughs> offense runs. When Zeke runs, and they got to feed Zeke in this game. He gashed those Eagles last time they played, so I hope to get more of that. But, Dave, this defense out of nowhere, baby. I told you at the beginning of the season, I think they're going to be better than people thought they were. Yeah. And they're starting to do that. Held the high-powered Saints to only 10 points last week, and it was a questionable call, a non-PI call that the Saints got that touchdown. If they can continue to play like that, if they can frustrate the Saints like that, that's bad news for the other offenses that are going to play against the Cowboys. LVE pushing for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Um, we got to see if last week was a mirage or it's the real deal. If that's the defense they're playing, moving forward, man, this Cowboys team is going to be a threat in the postseason. 
Big time. All right, case up next. It's our Los Angeles Rams at the Chicago Bears. Rams on the road, favored by three in this one. Uh, talk about our Rams, man. Dude, uh, not a great game last week, but when all was said and done, they still kind of smashed the Lions. Jared Goff took a, a bunch of hits in that game, and that kind of uh, forced – he struggled a little bit because of all that pressure. So they got to assure those things up out front. Robert Woods, dude, out of nowhere, man, this guy just makes plays. They like yeah. to give him those end arounds and those jet sweeps, but he also makes the big plays downfield. He's an explosive weapon there, throwing cooks as well. But Todd Gurley is the main man, brother. This guy is almost 1,200 rushing yards. Uh, that's man. leading the league. His 15 touchdowns, that's also leading the league. No one's been able to slow this guy down. And plus the defense, maybe you call them underachieving. I don't know. It's hard to say anybody's underachieving mm-hmm. when you're sitting there at 11-1. and one, You've already won your division. You're closing in on home field advantage throughout. But Aaron Donald, dude, he's at 16 and a half sacks. That leads the league as well, plus 11 turnover ratio. If they can just get that defense to tighten things up a little bit and block a little better for Jared Goff up front, there's no reason this team's not going to be uh, hoisting that Lombardi at the end of the season. A lot of work, though, yep. and this is going to be a big game on the road Sunday night. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the Bears, um, obviously, have been a different t- team um, this year under Matt Nagy. They got the swaggy Nagy effect. Um, uh, unfortunately, Troobes, uh injured, and Chase Daniel had to take over. He was fine for a little while, but Chase Daniel is, uh, is a serviceable veteran, but what Troops was bringing was more of that uh, exciting young flavor. Uh, and this team really looking to um, hopefully get him back uh, and really use uh, the offense to, you know, to control the game a little more. Obviously, a, a really solid defense here with a lot of good players. Obviously, Khalil Mack uh, leading the defense there, uh, but a handful of really, really strong defensive players here. Uh, this team is plus 12 in the in the takeaway giveaway, uh, if not the best, one of the best uh, teams in the league in terms of uh, that turnover ratio, which is so important uh, in the outcome of football games. But uh, this Bears team needs to get it, uh, you know, get it going on here. And if they do, they're going to give the Rams everything they can handle. Uh, this one is in Chicago. And the Rams have played sort of a couple of, uh, I would say, maybe three or four close games in the last, like, six six games or so. So, uh, Bears come out and play a strong game. They've got this thing. All right, man. Up next, it is the Minnesota Vikings at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks at home, favored by three and a half. Yeah, Dave, these teams, uh, Seattle's at the five seed right now. Minnesota's at the six seed. So, right now, they're in the playoffs. So... Um, the winner, this is going to feel pretty good, and the loser has a chance of dropping out of that race for at least a week. Wow. Minnesota last week on the road to the Patriots, we talked about this. It's not a, a bad deal losing up to these guys. That happens a lot, but it's kind of the way they lost. Uh, Kirk Cousins, pretty careless with the ball, just over 200 yards, but two interceptions. And I don't know why Dalvin Cook didn't get more carries last week. He was destroying those Patriots over nine yards a carry, but he only had wow. nine. So they got to... Stay balanced with that run game. Kirk Cousins is throwing a lot of passes this year. They need to get some more runs up in that business. And this defense for the Vikings, they're pretty good, but they're not as tight as they were last year. They've got some work to do there, too. So 
this is going to be a tough road game for these guys coming off a big loss. Minnesota's got to find a way to right this big Viking ship, dude, or they're going to find <laughs> themselves out of the playoffs. This is one of the toughest games they have left on their schedule. So if they can figure out a way to turn it around and get a win in Seattle, that's going to go a long distance. But uh, that's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, and with this Seahawks team, man, to me, this team, you know, they cleared out the Legion of Boom uh, and uh, the old old regime there and hit the reset button. But it wasn't a rebuild. It was a reset. And, and Pete Carroll is coaching his butt off right now. And Russell Wilson's playing exceptionally well. Uh, four touchdowns last week. Uh, really, really, you know, the leader of this football team. But it is the best running team in the league with a really, really strong defense. And that's the formula for this Seahawks team to win. And in Seattle, they are very, very difficult to beat. But Chris Carson running for 108 uh, yards last week. Rashad Penny has been sprinkled in the uh, the first-round draft pick out of San Diego State. An explosive running back. Um, and he has been sprinkled in in the last month or, month or so, really coming on. Tyler Lockett had a huge game last week. Seemed like he's really coming into his own. Even Doug Baldwin, who's really struggled with uh, with knee injury all year. I don't think he's practiced hardly at all. But uh, he had a, a touchdown catch last week. So if they can get their guys going uh, like that. And then on the other side, they still have, obviously, uh, a lot of the big-name guys are gone. But Bobby Wagner uh, was... Yeah. So, if not uh, the leader of that defense, one of the leaders, and certainly uh, could be the leader at this point, and arguably one of the best linebackers in the NFL. Uh, that guy, uh, just an absolutely dominant guy, last week with a huge, huge game. Uh, this Seahawks team, to me, they they with the way the schedule lines up, this is this is the pivotal game. They get this game at home, and they are on their way to the playoffs. Man, this is going to be exciting. Yeah, Monday Night Football getting some sweet matchups this year. A couple of yeah. last couple years that hasn't been that way, but this has been good. All right, Dave, that's going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. So many ways you can check out the football radio show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. If you want to keep it old school, footballradioshow.com. All right, for Dave, I'm Casey. Enjoy the week 14 games, people. We're out of here. Thank you.